I'm Ben Strivens. He's John O'Scott. Hi. And together... We watch anything! We trawl the depths of Netflix... And other streaming services... To find three films... Of the same genre... Of the same genre... And watch them... So you don't have to. I take one, he takes one, and there's one we both watch. So you know what's a surprise hit... And what's totally... They seek it here, they seek it there, they seek this podcast everywhere. Although actually they don't seek that hard, because We Watch Anything is available on all good pod platforms. Well, oh, that was marvellous. And some bad ones too. <laughs> Hello everybody, we're back. Back once again. Yes. I, saying that. I feel like I say that a lot. You do say that a lot. You talk about being in your ears a lot. You say back once again... Uh, you're just generally, you're very repetitive. That is true. That's because I don't have that much of a vocabulary... Uh, or that many original thoughts. So if I just, you know, have the little post-it notes in the brain, I can just rifle through them. Or a Rolodex, if anyone remembers what a Rolodex is. I never had a Rolodex. I always wanted one. Well, I kind of... Yeah, my my mum had one that was faulty, so it used to sort of spray (laughs) bits of paper all over her table. Um, I just had images of it having the wrong address or something. (laughs) (laughs) No, it it just didn't work. So I slightly connect it with... um, Broken things from the 1980s. Excellent. Yes, yeah. like capitalism. Like everything in our house, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. When I say our house, I mean where I grew up, not our house as no, you and me. No, we don't live but, together. Although, no, you know, not yet. We, we share, a lot of, <laughs> share a lot of mental headroom. Headroom? <laughs> living room. My mental living room. Um, yeah. Can I, can I confess something? I really don't like Baby Driver very much. Well, that's an interesting point of view. I know a lot of people who don't like it very much. I really like bits of it very much. I think bits. Of it I are like really bits good. of it. Yeah. The opening sequence is great. I, I, it's one of the things. The more I watch it, the less I like bits of it. Like I did find the 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 bit when he goes to the coffee shop and you know initially and the bits on the street are all sort of like you know calling out what the song does. I love that to start with, and now I find it quite smug and annoying. I think I find it really quite annoying. And I don't have anything particularly against the main guy, but I just find him a hard... I think he's quite well cast in some ways. Mm. You know, he's called Baby, he's got a baby face. But um, uh, I don't know, I just find it hard to, to root for him. No, no, something. I quite like the supporting cast of awful people. Yeah, yeah, they're all good. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I keep I keep wanting to rewatch it and I sort of get about 15 minutes in. I know what you mean. And think, I'm not enjoying this, so I skip forward a bit thinking, will I enjoy this bit? And they go, no, I don't really like this either. So yeah. So weirdly res- enough, on a similar note, though, I just rewatched Drive the other day. Oh yeah, and that's still brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. Oh god, yeah, I was no. worried you were about to say it's not brilliant. But they both start with with like a with an opening heist escape yeah, car chase yeah, thing, and I thought, you know, there's a and but no, Drive is still absolutely. Oh brilliant. god, I'm strangely relieved you said you still like it. <laughs> I, I feel like I would have felt a bit sad if you'd said you did. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. It's there's nothing wrong with that movie. I mean, I'm sure there are some things wrong with it, but I can't find any of them. I just love it. No, it's still it's still brilliant. Anyway, so um, as the theme this 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 time is period dramas, we've started off with Baby Driver <laughs> and Drive. Yeah, exactly. Um, and to be fair, when we chose the theme of period dramas, we thought there would be a sort of mine on, especially Amazon Prime, which where you you know if you make a film with your dog licking a grasshopper <laughs> or something, you can stick that on Prime and try and make money off it. But um, we looked, and, and, and there, there, 
There's there were no much. dogs or grass. No, it was weird. Now, there's not much outside the really big mainstream period dramas, I guess because no. they cost so much to make. But I was hoping there would be some sort of, like, nonsense flying around or even a, a foreign language bunch we could watch. And we just couldn't yeah. find many. I think, I think the thing was, so we sent some ideas back and forth, didn't we? Yeah, I was really excited because I love a period drama. I really yeah. do. But we were just sending some ideas back and forth, listeners. And what happened was is that I suddenly realised I had no interest in watching any of the things we were no. choosing. Like, so, for example, I had given myself a slightly hallmarky looking adaptation of um, uh, Little Men. Um, yes. the, the sort of sequel to Little Women, an adaptation from I think the early noughties. And I was kind of interested in it because it had the bloke, it had um, Prince Humperdinck um, from um, Princess Bride in it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kind of thought, but then I just thought, but I just, I didn't know. So, so basically, we got in touch with each other, both admitted, I'm not feeling this subject at all. No. Let's turn it into. Period. <laughs> Horror movie. Horror. Yeah. So, and that was partly because I came across a title that I couldn't put down um, yeah. that we were trying to work in. I mean, oh, let's just do it with all of them. So, we have gone on that angle for, yeah, horror set in the past um, in a sort of period style. And there is, like, there are some great examples that we didn't watch. You know, actually, recently, I, so I've got a 12 year old um, and I've been sort of like curating her movie education to a certain degree when, when she lets me, when she doesn't just go, oh, it's really old, don't show me that's rubbish. Um, <laughs> but we have gone through a few of the classics. And I, so we, and she was home from school a couple of weeks ago. So we watched Sleepy Hollow, for example. Oh, yes. Good choice. Yeah, yes. Good well, I mean, lots of 12 year olds are suddenly really interested in in um, his work, that uh, Tim Burton's work, because, because of Wednesday, uh, Wednesday. which yeah. is a bit brilliant, to be honest with you. Yeah, I've heard. I've it's not watched the only it thing yet, but that, I've heard. So I've, there's, there's four of us in the house. There's me and my wife um, mm. being old, and then there's a 12-year-old and a 9-year-old, and it's the only thing that we've ever watched that all four of us are absolutely wrapped in. It's great. Oh, it's that's really great. It's good. Oh, just um, but for the same reason, I showed my 12-year-old um, Edward Scissorhands. Oh. And I had not, I had not watched that for a long time, and I was really worried that it was going to be terrible. No, it's, it's still, brilliant. it's still brilliant. Yeah, yeah I, I, I was really pleased. The reason I showed her Sleepy Hollow partly is because she'd already seen it with his hands and loved it. So I was like, well, if you like oh, okay. that, then you know, yeah. and this and she. Anyway, and we're she getting distracted. Well, no, this is on the same thing I'm saying. So there are some really cracking sort of big budget horror in the past, um, horror in the past <laughs> kind of things. Although I'm struggling right now to think, Oh, I mean, there's, and there's some awful ones. Um, did I do Witchfinder general for the pod? I think I did that terrible Nicholas Cage, Witchfinder movie. We did. do. Oh God. It? Yeah. No, we both, we did one called the last witch. Oh, the no, last there was that, Witchfinder. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. no, the witch general is yeah. the, the bit that the, the more, more classic. The witch. Yeah. The Witchfinder generals, uh, sixties, uh, yes. Vincent price, uh, famous scene when he's attacked with an ax. I've never yes. really liked it very much. Just, I, I, I don't know. No, but, no, no. It's, it's, it has that uh, haunting yeah. creepiness of, of the age. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think the director, I forgot his name, but he made another really creepy film, which is quite famous, but now I'm forgetting. Getting who it is. It's a really weird it wasn't one. Where... Something wicked this way comes, or something like that. No, it's this one where these two old people sort of managed somehow. I forget they they managed somehow. I think Boris Karloff's in it. They managed to sort of control a younger man and then start living through him and getting him to sort of you know they start basically doing loads of horrible things through this man that they're controlling. You know, murdering and attacking yeah. people and stuff. Oh god! But this is this is me just half remembering plots. Brilliant! There was a movie by the guy who made the film. 
<laughs> I'm gonna, well, all right, you talk for a bit, all right? <laughs> no, um, um, uh, which fighter general? Um, Michael I, Reeves I believe you didn't like fighter general. Okay, thank you. And what else did he do? He did the sorcerers oh, from nineteen sixty-seven. Sorcerers, yeah. Professor Montserrat and his wife Estelle can experience the psychological feelings of Mike Roscoe, whose mind they control. So there you go, and then they start doing really horrible things. Sounds quite Cronenberg. Yeah, it's got Boris Karloff in one of his sort of later, later um, performances. That's really good, but again, that's not period horror. No, no, no. And and this is. How many um, times can we distract ourselves from the main theme? No, but I mean, period horror is something we enjoyed. Well, you know, it's something we should enjoy, should have enjoyed. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to preempt yours or my reviews by saying it's something that we enjoyed. But, you know, definitely I do. You know, I love a bit of gothic horror. I love a bit of uh, periodiness and yeah. some good costumes and a bit of overacting is always, yeah. always good. Did you enjoy The Witch? With the double V, I okay on on the confession thing. I really wanted to. I Mm. really felt ambivalent about it. I kept for me. I I need to rewatch it. Maybe I kept waiting for it to get going. Yeah, I just didn't. Wasn't that creeped out by it? I was like, oh, I really want this to be horribly creepy and weird. And I really like the the beginning, and then it just sort of didn't really take off for me. And I don't. I think maybe I was in the wrong place. I don't know because a lot of people I like and respect think, think it's brilliant, but I just. Well, I don't know whether I think it's brilliant, but I have rewatched it and I definitely enjoyed it more the second time. Okay. But yeah. So that's a definite um, recommend. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I guess, would you call a field in England period horror? I reckon that could, that could go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I think for me, that's a bit of a corker. Yeah. Um, and another one. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing at how bad I'm being at remembering film <laughs> Another movie set in the past with the actors. Uh, maybe I should give up and just start talking about my film. That sounds like a brilliant idea. I, I have no idea what film... I, I didn't even look at the title of yours, actually, this time, because you chose them, and I thought, and I, and I read the title of mine, um, and I read the title of ours. Uh, I, I'm just going to say, before you get into it, Okay, go. There is one important point to make. To save this sort of thing happening, if you would like to choose a genre or even a movie that maybe you can build a genre around, please do get in touch. We've had you do it before. It's been very successful. WeWatchAnything at gmail.com or on the Twitter uh, at WeWatchAnything. We respond to to both of them, Um, less so the Facebook. And... uh, and yeah, so just you know, if you want to get in touch, suggest something for us to do. We'll we'll we can pick movies till the cows come home. But if you've got something that you are thinking about watching and would rather not waste your time with, let us waste our time. Yeah, and we can let you know. Let us let us take the take the hit because otherwise we choose films and then go. Oh, actually, no, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> we don't watch anything. We watch things we want to watch, which is basically what everyone does. Yes. So, <laughs> tell me about okay. the film that you decided to watch. Yes. Okay. So, uh, I, I think when we suggested period horror, I had in my mind uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Mm-hmm. You know, Which Thingy I was Bob, Vampire Hunter. Than... Yes, me too. Um, and and stuff like that. So, so fun stuff. But obviously, a lot of period horror tends to be sort of the more gloomy kind. Yes. And I definitely had a slightly gloomy film in The Cleansing. Ooh. The Cleansing 
It's from 2019, and it's set in sort of medieval time. It's just the past. You could almost imagine the constitutional (laughs) peasant coming in and sort of mucking out some some earth. And it's set in a small village. It's quite witchy, actually, but it's set in a small village in somewhere in in England or Wales, possibly. And um, Scotland, uh, maybe possibly, yeah, maybe somewhere in Britain. And um. And it's uh, it's a plague ridden kind of place. Mm-hmm. So you see um, people be- dragging bodies to be burnt, and there's that um, one of those beaky bellies. I was going to ask you, know. you the big plague doctor masks. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, awesome. One of them milling around, and um, and this this young woman, yeah, I mean, this young girl. She's obviously supposed to be a girl rather than a woman. Yeah is sort of creeping around, looking a bit furtive, and you see her clean some clothes, and then she's nursing her mother, and you realise she, her mum's got the plague, and she doesn't want people to know about it, because what happens, happens, which is the plague people find out that she's harbouring someone with the plague, so they come in and kill her mother in front of her, oh. and throw her body on a fire. That's a bit harsh. Yeah. She's recovered. Well, exactly. And then, they, this is all part of the, the bloke that sort of um uh, he's the sort of religious leader for this small crappy village mm-hmm. um is sort of you know he obviously has designs on on the young girl right and so he says oh look why don't come and live with me i'll protect you creepy but she doesn't want to and by the way by this point she hasn't said a single word and she she's she's basically mute mm-hmm. you know doesn't say anything and so because she says no to his advances, he he turns nasty and starts saying, right, you're obviously a witch, and then whipping oh, up a whole load of anti-her witchery. Yeah. So she's, you know, she's put underwater and told to say <laughs> the Lord's Prayer, or she's a witch, but she doesn't. She's made to carry a hot stone, and then if it if it comes back, the flesh, then she's going to be a witch. All the time not saying anything. And all the time, this is quite sort of creepy How woman. How does this go who... on for? This first bit. No, I mean this whole, or just the, the whole trials. film. Yeah, the trials they did—they are fairly extended, but this is only a fifteen, so it's not really like you know, it's not—it's not like torture. Well, I wasn't worried about sustained, sustained brutality. I was worried about the tedium levels of. of oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, skipping on a bit, she escapes. She runs away, and uh, she's, uh, and then she meets this sort of witch doctory type bloke. And I'm going to stop with the plot. Um, when you say witch you... doctor, did he does he repair the the the, the burning no, stones? No, but he's he's just an expert in 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 the folk medicine kind of dude. Folk medicine dude. Yeah. yeah, he's not a witch doctor in the sense of oh, I don't know. He's not as witch doctory as he's not. He's not like Merlin or something. You know, he is just a bloke. <laughs> I think Merlin's you know? a wizard. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Actually, well, he's not Merlin anyway. There are yeah. no dragons. Anyway. The problem with this film <laughs> is that it's just got one tone oh. throughout. And I think the it's so it's so it's the music is the big problem. It's like, you know, when you can go you can go to a like a just a free library music kind of thing. Oh, and yeah. and it's like they did that and typed in the word ominous. Oh or, really? Or approaching menace. Because it's just this constant, really dreary, Aww. unchanging music. And it's just sort of like, yeah. Ooh, ah, 
Ooh. All the time, no matter what's happening. No, it's not. And it's oh. just, it's, it's constant. So much so that when I'd finished the film, I was in my kitchen and I thought, oh, that bloody film started again. It wasn't, it was my fridge. Was my fridge going. <laughs> and I thought it was the bloody music. Scored so, by hot point. Yeah, so the music was annoying. The actors, you can tell it's a slightly, you know, it's a B picture. It's, mm. it's, it's Is not... there anyone involved in this that we would have heard of? Or no, no. Okay. And so they're fairly, you know, it's a second string actors without being too rude to them. And they're fine, but it feels like they were all gathered together at the beginning and said, if in doubt, talk slowly. <laughs> so again, it all adds to this slightly tedious tone because they all talk in serious mode which means slow if a witch has the devil in her we must rid the devil place what you know so it's just it yeah. just becomes quite tiresome and <laughs> the, the, the sort of bad guy as in not the one that's got not the beaky plague doctor turd but the um the bad guy the religious leader he mm. does just he just looks like a deputy head teacher he really does <laughs> even though he's in like kind of medieval wear Excellent. it's just something about his hair i think <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah um so it's very bad quite boring and i think i still res you know i don't mean it to be i don't mean to be rude but it's just it, i really wouldn't bother watching this it's not bad in an enjoyable way it is quite a yawn fest so and... i mean what we do for any new listeners is we give these these things a rating of a through to e in terms of quality z if it's so bad it's brilliant you should watch it but generally c is our benchmark for you it's yeah. worth your time to watch that if you if you step into the b category then you know maybe uh, do it instead of doing something else and if it's an A then cancel social engagements and go and watch this film immediately <laughs> um, so where does this where does this sit on our scale then Yang? Definitely in the D ter ter territory because it's not so bad it's offensive you know they've yeah. done a good yeah, yeah, job yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's perfectly well put together it's just not good you know the, the acting's a bit wooden the, the script's a bit poor it's just <sighs> and you know flopped together is this where, where can we where can we avoid this movie? You can avoid this in Prime, um, and it's called the cleansing, the cleansing. And it's it's only an hour and forty minutes long, but it does seem in some ways longer just because of that slow fridge. Yeah. Um, so is it opt is, is it sort of going for a similar tone? Because that's what I, I I guess that's what I found when I saw the Vich the first time. I found that a little bit sort of like one note downbeat. No, well, it's. I mean, it made me really want to watch the Vich, mm -hmm. honestly, because 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 the acting in that is tremendous. Yeah. You know, well, I do everyone like in it is brilliant. Yeah. 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 yeah, well, everyone in it is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Whereas everyone in this is not. Yeah, you know, fair to middling. Okay. Um. So yeah, it makes you appreciate the Vich. So yeah, watch this, then watch the Vich, and you'll probably really like it. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Or might I just straight away watch the Vich, and then yeah, it's probably if I don't easier. like it that much, I'll watch this after, and then. Watch the yeah. again or so it's not a recommend, but well done getting it made, people. Yes, absolutely. Respect. Uh, alternatively, you shouldn't have bothered. Um, so, okay, well, that, that skips me on to my. So, what we try and do, uh, as as we we've said before, is you know we, we're looking for the the sort of golden nuggets among the drifting detritus at the bottom of the lake, 
Um, and sometimes, though, you know, often that's going to be a smaller budget film, like it sounds like yours was. Yours was. Sometimes it is one of the larger budget outings that maybe has slipped through the cracks a bit, or or there was a small noise about it at the time that never really took off. So that's kind of where I've ended up. So I've got. Uh, I watched a movie called The Raven. Now I remember this being released. I think. Yes. It okay, is, yes, uh, yes. Apart from anything else, because I'm a big John Cusack fan, and it is a John Cusack are. movie. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, although you know you don't like Gross Point Blank, which is fine. No, um, still can't. But uh, but yeah, so it's got John Cusack in. It has a bit of Brendan Gleeson. Um, it has Luke Evans as well, which I love Luke Evans. Yeah, I like Luke Evans a lot. He's a good. It's got Alice Eve, who I was trying to work out where I know her from, but she's been in a few things. But she's the daughter of Trevor Eve uh, for any Brit. Oh, really? Just, yeah. Um, and... <laughs> Trevor Eve, who's in, who's, he was in that tremendous ITV, really cheesy TV program, wasn't it? It was like. It was like a cold case. Thing. Yeah, it, it was that, really over the top. On? I can't remember. But it, 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 no, it, no, I think it's ended. It was now, almost like he... our answer to CSI, where these cold case people are in these amazing <laughs> technological rooms, sort of like wong, wong, wong technology, yeah. as opposed to being a couple <laughs> like, of blokes. No in the way shed. did that exist. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was hilarious, and he was absolutely. I mean, yeah, brilliant yeah, scenery tuning the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I didn't realize he's married to uh, actress Sharon Morn as well, who I used to have a bit of a crush on when I was about 12 or something, I think. Um, huh. anyway, so they've produced Alice Eve, who, so she's a Nepo baby, basically. Um, right. and plays the, uh, the female, the female lead. Um, it's all, it's called The Raven, which, uh, because we're going back in time, um, you might pick up from that, that it's going to be an Edgar Allan Poe thing. And it is. So John Cusack is Edgar Allan Poe. Um, <laughs> And it starts off with him sort of, you know, being your classic sort of slightly literary bad boy. He's busting in doors of Baltimore taverns and going, rah, give me a drink and I'm famous. <laughs> and then he sort of um, he sort of stands up and says, rah, give a drink to anyone who can finish his quote. He goes, quote the raven. And then it's more funny. He goes, nevermore. Hey, you're a girl and It's brilliant. Um, he's obviously a hard-drinking, hard-living type um, who also then... Um, we see the sort of like softer side of him as he gets into a seemingly sort of like bustles his way into a carriage with this incredibly beautiful sort of society type lady played by Alice mm. Eve um, and her grumpy dad, Brendan Gleeson. Um, and ah. they obviously have a thing together. Brendan Gleeson, not a fan of Edgar Allan Poe. Um, and quite gruff. So, uh, but as all this is happening, the sort of scene setting, the character building of uh, EAP. Um, there's also brutal murders happening um, and the police investigating them. And we see a bit of gore, a bit of death, a bit of whatever. Are and, they quite Jack the Rippery? Well, n- yes-ish. But what they are, even more so than that, is Edgar Allan Poe. And what someone is doing oh. has been taking the murders from inside his stories and making them a reality. So there's a locked room one, and then there's a there's a full on someone gets sliced open with the pendulum um, oh, right. and all that the sort locked of stuff. Room, the locked room one turns out to be a sort of big gorilla though doesn't it no that's Sherlock Holmes isn't it or is no, that, or is that so. Edgar Allan Poe anyway I think it is <clears throat> anyway carry on catch on the window anyway <laughs> yeah no I'm sure that's Sherlock Holmes um, I'm going to look it up uh, I could be wrong I probably am wrong but the uh, the, the police then drag Poe in to yeah. go uh, you realise all these murders are following your <laughs> stuff and he sort of aids them with their inquiries 
And then it gets all a bit son of Sam kind of thing because it turns out it is a sort of serial killer who's involving, wants to involve Poe. So he then starts to commit the murders and leaves little clues as to what's happening. And then he kidnaps Alice Eve, Eve, his girlfriend. um, And he basically just shoves her. He does a bit of a, a, um, uh, a, a kill bill and sticks her in a pine box under the ground. And basically leaves clues for, for Poe and the police to follow to the next murders to go to place. And they run around Baltimore doing this and trying to find her and track it down and blah, blah, blah. And there's many character actors in there who you'll recognise. Um, and it's all very, very kind of um, periody and very, very dark. They Apparently they shot it on film. Um, oh. So they couldn't sort of digitally enhance it as much. I don't know. I think they just underexposed it um, and didn't use that funky lens that Kubrick used that NASA developed that means you can shoot in candlelight. Um, and so it's very dark. Um, and I think they want it to be dark as well and mysterious. And Poe is dark and mysterious. And yeah, you really wouldn't John do Poe in bright pastel colours, No, although would you? that'd be quite cool. Edgar <laughs> yeah, and Poe dressed up like a bit of Ikea furniture. But, um, yeah, and it I'm it not sensing happens. you love this. no. I've really, really, really wanted to like it because I really, really, really like John Cusack. And and this is going to be a weird criticism because John Cusack, you know, fundamentally does play John Cusack with various shades of things. You know, I love angsty John Cusack in um, High Fidelity and I love uh, slightly manic John Cusack in Gross Point Blank and I love downtrodden John Cusack in Better Off Dead. Um, But I... But he always is always a bit John Cusack, and and for me, Edgar Allan Poe in in this just feels like a paycheck movie. Yeah. John Cusack ramped up his John Cusackness. It's all a bit caricature-y. Um He's really annoying as Edgar Allan Poe, is um, he? And Brendan Gleeson is definitely there, just to going. Oh, I've got a tax bill to pay. Um, yeah. And Alice Eve is is a bit of a nothing. Um, Luke Evans is it's, you know a good go. Well, and Luke, nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just... So the other thing that gave me hope on this is that it's directed by the same director, by James McTeague, who did um, V for Vendetta. Now, V for Vendetta oh, yeah. is one of those movies that I watch and think, this should be a lot crapper than I remember it being. And I watch it and go, no, I still quite enjoy it. Like, it's, it's, it's pretty still, you know, it is what it is. It's a comic book adaptation that wasn't sanctioned by what's-his-face, and it is, yeah. you know... Style over substance to a certain degree, yes, but I quite like the style over substance to it. Whereas I know exactly what you mean. It feels like all the way through you're thinking, is this worse than I think it is? Well, I don't know, but it, I'm still enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas yeah. whereas this, again, is very much style over substance. The the, the script is appalling. The plot's right. pretty paper-thin and rubbish. Um, the death isn't as shocking. You know, you read other reviews, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's full of gore and death. And you're like, well, you haven't seen very much, have you? Um, and then I did one read one very, very odd review um, of someone who said that this is John Cusack giving an Oscar-worthy performance. There is no trace of Cusack. It's all Poe. This is the best movie ever. Oh, my God, it's amazing. Um, I thought, that's... I d- you're weird. Um, it's got, like, a 12% rating on Rotten Tomatoes or something, so it's not just... Whoa, that is awful. bad. It's really bad. It is... I mean, like, really... It's properly really bad. It's 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 almost... It's not offensively bad, but only because only of the fact it's quite dull. Like, I did feel like I'd wasted two and a quarter hours of my life. God, is it that long? yeah. One of those oh. movies that I started and then half an hour in was like, I must watch this for the podcast. Yeah. 
but not, I must watch this for the podcast. Like, no, God, I must watch this for the podcast. I'm going to have to finish it because I'm going to have to talk about it. But no, it's a massive, solid lack of recommend. It's a very square D for me. Like, it's not offensively terrible. It's just a waste of time. That is a bit disappointing. Yeah, it's a shame. You know, Edgar Allan Poe. What it it tries to do, and I don't want to give any spoilers here, but I'm going to, is I I think they they came up with the idea of no one knows how Edgar Allan Poe died, right? He, yeah. um, they had no idea what the cause of death was. He's died when he was forty. They, you know, there's speculation yeah. that it was an overdose or alcoholism or. Yeah, you know. I mean, he was a properly strange nutter, yes. addict kind of. Yeah. yeah. What I didn't realize actually is he's the first big American literary figure to have made their entire living from writing. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah, yeah. but it meant he, was he was always poor. And constantly and poor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I didn't realize that he was one of the first sort of like true professional writers in that respect. But uh, oh, that's, that is interesting. Yeah. But anyway, so they, they obviously went from the, the premise of like, we don't know how Poe died and worked backwards slightly. And then also went, oh, yeah, Jack the Ripper and Saw. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there was a reason that James McTeague made Viva Vendetta. Then he made another small project. Then he did this. And then he did nothing much, really. Mm. A lot of TV but it's not mm. like everyone was queuing up to give him another movie to make because they just went, oh, yeah, he's just, he's just not very good. I think source material was good for V Vendetta. He had a good mm. production designer. Yeah. Um, and some good actors, whereas The Raven is just a dud. Didn't. Well, that is interesting. Yeah, um, I've just, I did look it up, and, yeah, Edgar Allan Poe did write the one with the orangutan. Oh, okay. Um, but there is... Oh, yeah, it was, um, it was a snake for Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, yeah, that's one. But then, And Sherlock Holmes does have one where there's a... Pick a me. really small person. Yes. Yeah. Um, just a, on a Poe thing, I I actually have read a very good biography of Poe because mm. it's a it's a short one by um, uh, Peter Aykroyd. It's just called oh, really? Poe: a, li- a Life Cut Short. And I've, I remember reading reviews from proper Poe aficionado saying it's no good, but I thought it's brilliant, really oh, well, well written, really I interesting. Because like yeah, Poe's really fascinating life, cool. and yeah, it's really good. Okay. Well, Poe: A Life Cut Short. That's a couple of duds right there, and a, but a good reading recommendation. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, actually, I'll leave this for later. Um, so there is just still left the matter of the movie that we both watched, which I happened upon in Prime, mentioned to you, you said you had seen the title as well. Um, it's a title that I felt needed to be watched, uh, and that title, Jono, is... Well, which one do you want? I want the one that's on Prime. Okay, <laughs> yes. The one that's on Prime is... The Torture Chamber of Dr. Sadism. Try and find me a better title than The Torture Chamber of Dr. Sadism. <laughs> yeah, because there are loads of worse titles, because its other titles are, for example, The Blood, the Blood Demon, Demon. And, um, Castle of the Walking Dead. Yes, um, and interesting enough, because here's where the tie-in, which I didn't realise, comes in with mine, The Snake Pit and the Pendulum. Yes, <laughs> I love that they throw in snake as <laughs> the well. The snake pit <laughs> and the pendulum, yeah. But it's quite, yeah, anyway, yeah, well, I'll, I'll talk more about the titles later. But um, yeah, it, and this is, although it's not Hammer Horror, it's Hammer Horror Fair. Yeah, very much so. 67, style. wasn't it, I think? Um, yeah, 67. Originally, yeah, it's a German production. A bit of um, awesome Christopher Lee-ness. Yeah, although um, he's not actually in it for very long. No, well, obviously. they just obviously couldn't afford him for very much of it. They, they, no, they did he a couple of days shoots and they put some grey makeup on him. But um, <laughs> effectively, it opens with um, a weird sort of homoerotic executioner and some other chaps going to get uh, 
Dr. Sadism out of his prison cell. And... Yeah, although he's not called Dr. Sadism. No, he's That's called... one of the funny things about the title. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's called Dr. Regular or something. What Count Regular. No, Dr. Count Regular. That's but I think it's regular, regular. I think it's R-E-G-U-L-A, not R-E-G-U-L-A-R. <laughs> Dr. Not about... Regular sounds like someone who's really obsessed with making bowel sure we all have regular bowel yeah, exactly. No. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Count Regular just sounds like someone who's constantly... One, two, three. Um, oh, this is why I'm just going to call him Dr. Sadism. Uh, no. and I'd never go and see Dr. Sadism. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> The uh, yeah, so he gets taken to a place of execution and uh, dragged apart by four cart horses. Disappointingly, they kind of cut to a, a sort of a, a, a very obvious of... mannequin being pulled apart. Yes, yeah. and then a picture before you actually sort of. Oh know. yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, we got to say because the reason they do that is because he's murdered some virgins. Thirteen um, in his thirteen. No, was he's it 12? twelve? Twelve. Sorry, twelve. 12. And the thirteenth escaped, which is how he was caught. Yes. Um, so he's he's just a sort of awful murderer type person, and he has his torture chamber, and they catch him, and they give him that sort of what are those? Oh, um, well, it's uh, those masks. And with one of my favourite things in the whole movie is yeah, so it's a mask they strap to his head, and it's like a yeah. big big copper mask with spikes on the inside, but the face on the front of it is bizarrely happy. <laughs> Yeah, and it's actually that bit when he, he's like, he's put, the spikes are put into his face and there's this kind of, ah! He's just more annoyed than anything else. He's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh. Now, that's my face! <laughs> Never going to be able to wear this funny. nose again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but it's a bizarrely happy copper visage on the front of it. It's quite, uh, it's quite <laughs> weird. Um, so they do that and then we sort of skip forward uh, in time to yeah. uh, not the present day. But thirty odd years in the future, thirty-five years, I think. Um, it is thirty-five, yeah. And there is uh, a man sort of going village to village, telling the story of kind of Count Regular's exploits Death. and execution, and at yeah. the same time, clandestinely delivering invites to a couple of people <laughs> to Count Regular's castle, which is in another place. Yeah, and the two people that are being invited look very like the two people in the past that were involved in count regular being deaded being yes. caught so in other words the virgin that got away and the person and the sort of town elder who kind of the town elder yeah. who sort of made sure he would be executed so uh yeah so and then so it begins a journey with um them going to see the castle and they've got that classic sort of every time they mention the castle to a local Ooh. the local goes oh you don't want to be going there or close <laughs> to speak to them close the things and yeah apart, yeah. From, apart from one person they meet who's a local priest who goes yeah just down the road i'll take you no worries <laughs> can i get a new cow yeah and um and they they go on a journey they find an old ruin and I tell you, the journey, you know, the journey has its, it, it, its sort of, it's, that's, it's that very sort of like going to Castle Dracula kind of journey, isn't it? So there is some, yeah, some it's more, more than a little like that. Yes. <laughs> what I, I did mean, it basically like is that. Is, <laughs> <laughs> so you've got a scared coachman um, yeah. and some creepy animals. And then as they get closer to the castle, the coachman keeps seeing all of the limbs of trees as actual limbs of people. Um, yeah, moderately creepy image in a way. Yeah. But, um, and then there's a, there's, a, there's a point when they get to this sort of like, uh, little house on the on the edge like the gamekeeper's house or whatever and there's a there's a strange sort of staring peasant who partially stares at them and then just stares at the wall and then stares at them when they're not looking but is only starey yeah. Yeah. Um, and and 
the interior of the horse and cart they're in seems to be a bit TARDIS-like, which I quite like. <laughs> and it does look a bit yeah, like yeah. a train carriage. It's massive. They just keep cramming people into it. Um, yeah, turn it into just... quite a nice day van. Yeah, and then from the outside, it does look really quite small. And it's more like a two-person cart from the outside. It suddenly turns into, like, two large bench seats on the inside. But yeah. uh, they uh, pick up... So the... The travelling group, we should say by now, is the main guy who's... Yes, uh, an, the male who, descendant... So the male descendant, this sort of very loud bearded um, priest, and the the woman who's obviously the countess the, of something or other, but she is the countess of something or other, played by um, former Bond girl from You Only um, Live Twice, and You Only name... Live Twice, who played Helga in You Only Live Twice. Is that the character name? Whatever, um, and and her servant. So that's the yes. sort of four that are on their way, and they end up in the castle quite soon. They end up sort of being separated, and there's, yeah, they get yeah. separated. And there's, there's, I think, the, the sort of the weird, scary peasant turns into a weird sort of cackling maniac who steals the the countess. Um, yeah. And then they end up in the, the 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 castle of Count Regular, and the portcullises close all around them, and they are sort of trapped in. And their fate begins to unfold with various torture devices deployed against. Yeah. Bits of them, and including a pendulum, including a pendulum, and including and, a pit of snakes, including a pit. Yes, see, there you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and the count uh, has come back to life. Yeah, and he's but that's the thing. So it's a, it's, it's, it, he's been brought back because oh, I can't. I think I got well, a bit lost. But he's, well, no, the, the, they don't quite explain it because basically, no. he, what, what there's a massive plot hole in this and i'm not i'm not trying to preempt the review on this the massive plot hole is towards the end he says i needed th- the blood of 13 virgins to live forever but i yeah. only got the blood of 12 virgins yeah. and that's made me come back from the dead and you're like well that's living forever isn't that cuz <laughs> and so, cuz you it seems like the blood of 12 virgins is doing you just fine why do you why do you need the 13th virgin anyway it also made me think that a modern a modernized version of this would be awesome that if you know Imagine that actually they went for their relatives not 30 years in the future, but 200 years in the future. And they sort of, you know, <laughs> they, they kidnapped her before her wedding night and went, ah, and you're the 13th virgin. And she went, mm, times are a bit different. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so but, but basically, yeah, he's it, it's Christopher Lee with some particularly grey makeup on because he's a zombie, sort of. Um, yeah, sort of zombie, sort of Dracula. Yeah. I, mean, this, I mean, this is... Basically, a Dracula movie. It could easily be just sort of, you know, it could have had a Dracula-ish title. Yes, because it's I mean, very it's similar. Counter. Exactly, it's got a count. It's regular. It sounds a bit like Dracula. It's got a sort of like Harker type, you know, um, Keanu yes. Reeves character type who's who's going along to a castle, and it's got he's got a helper dude. He's got you know, yeah, sort of Igory kind of. Well, that's more Frankenstein, isn't it? I guess. Yeah, but you're right. More Renfrewy than yeah. I guess. Yeah, thank but, you. Um, but also dead. Yeah. And also brought back to life by the blood of the twelve virgins. So basically, this this twelve virgin blood seems to be really powerful. Yeah, <laughs> and actually, the um one of my favourite effects in the whole thing because it, it it it's um there are you know there's 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 a certain amount of visual effects stuff. The the, my, my, yeah. uh, the surprising one is when that the helper dude gets shot, and you see oh, yeah. and, and the wound knits back together. I thought that was actually really quite well done. It wasn't stop motion. They'd done like a, a burn on the film or something to do it. It was quite yeah. It was I mean, good. I, mean I, I I this film is very bad. But I, I, I found this enjoyably bad, you know, because I think I, th- I, I, the dubbing is appalling. Now I can this okay. This is another thing I can't work out, right? So the 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 titles were all in German, mm. 
But yeah. the dubbing is appalling. But then again, I was looking at it and I was thinking, no, I think they're actually speaking in English, but it's just about three frames out. Yeah. And I couldn't work out. I I, I, I did mean to, and I probably won't bother doing it, but download it somehow and then split the audio off and see if I can match it up and see if it actually, <laughs> if that's what it is. But yes, yeah, so that's appalling. But that also lends to the charm. Like, I, the, way I was, yeah. I, the way I was going to try and describe this movie in some respects is a Big Mac. Okay. okay, so there are a whole bunch of people out there who don't like there's a whole bunch of people out there who don't like McDonald's, don't like Big Macs. We go, oh, I've never eaten that crap. Nah, fine, you're welcome to not do that. Um, and but there are certain people out there who think a Big Mac is pretty tasty and delicious. However, yeah. let's call them us. Let's call them us exactly. <laughs> However, there are also you know a Big Mac is not just a Big Mac. I've had some really terrible Big Macs, and I've had some yeah. really great Big Macs. And I had one recently actually, um, but. Uh, <laughs> But uh, <laughs> I don't eat them very often, and this is nothing. And I don't eat them that often. They're a treat, and then it's really disappointing when then when there's a bad Big Mac. But definitely. But no one is going to, apart from George W. Not George W. Uh, apart from Donald Trump, is going to call the Big Mac the height of culinary achievement. No. So for me, this movie, like, I like Big Macs. I like crappy '60s Hammer style horror. Yeah. And I think this is a a pretty decent Big Mac. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I, I agree with all of that, and I think it's got a lot to do with actually. Well, Christopher Lee's enjoyable when he's in it, but actually, uh, Lex is it Lex Barker? Might be he Barker. A for, he was a former. Um, he played Tarzan. Yes, this he is did. He's, yes, he's yes, got yes. quite a pleasing kind of all-American look. To he's him. got he's quite re- nice. Yeah, but with, but also looking slightly Teutonic as well. Like he's yeah, definitely a yeah, very yeah. watchable presence. As is she. Um, yeah, she's great. Uh, I remember she only died in twenty seventeen. Yeah, and I I quite like the ridiculous, you know, the actual castle itself. They've yes. done quite a good job of making the tortury chambery chambers. Yes, um, I was really, I was really loving. This. I quite enjoyed that right up until the point they got into about like the f- sort of penultimate reel when they were in the castle. Then I thought, oh, I was hoping for a bit more tortury, and then it gets a bit more tortury, and then it's like, oh yeah, no, I'm really happy now. Wee, brilliant. <laughs> um, and it was just, and, and and I did enjoy the greyness of Christopher Lee's makeup. And there's bits where you go, <laughs> I think it's worn off around the eyes at that point. You probably would have wanted to have touched that up. Um, yeah, and and there's, there's a fundamental sort of disappointment in the fact that the 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 ultimately powerful evil overlord is essentially undone by a simple, very cheap looking cross. You know. Yes, <laughs> that's all you need to overcome this particular, um, you know, evil of the ages. But no, it's really enjoyable, and Karen I think as well. Dorr, actually, that's her name. Oh, great, thank you. But also going back to the music, you know, the music in my film was so annoying. The, my uh, the cleansing. I'm so and glad you hammer up horror on this. films. When you're not when you when you're not in the mood for a hammer horror film, sometimes the music can be so annoying because it's just that really abrasive dun 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 all the time, and it just becomes ah, shut up. The music in this has some of that dun 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 dun. But it's it's really just strange and uneven. It's and really weird. uneven, and, and I kind of love sort of yeah. yeah when, when I love it. It's, it's when they start. suddenly goes Terry they were making their way across the countryside, it does. It suddenly goes into a real sitcom, and the music at the end as well. But yeah, it just it veers so wildly. It's almost like there were fifteen different composers, which I kind of loved about it. Yeah, yeah. But do you do you know what I mean? That really kind of hammer horror becomes quite grating oh yeah yeah yeah. it's not like that so no 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 no. it's all over the shop um uh i wrote something in my notes music very patchy but still love it um (laughs) 
I yeah. cheaper love it. So, so in terms of giving this a grade, I was yeah. really torn. I was kind of like, in some ways, it was a head and heart thing. So, mm. my head said this is probably a C because it's definitely watch this. But my heart, in some ways, almost had this as a B minus or a C plus because it kind of goes. If you like this stuff, like I do, you'll really like this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think that's exactly where I'd put it. I'd put it as a C because I, I think it is bad, but it's definitely in the enjoyable, enjoyably bad camp yeah. of this stuff, and it's yeah, it's just really quite good fun. And I really did quite enjoy the bit when she was um, being gradually forced into the snake pit. Um, yes, I, actually, that's what that, that's one of the ones I really did enjoy. I was just like, that's yeah. a very well thought out kind of a uh, terror mechanism. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was good. So no, I really enjoyed it, and I was and um, yeah, I mean, it's basically just as good as the title, you know. Yes, um, it, it lives. It, I mean, it lives up to the, the torch chamber, chamber of Doctor Satan. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it does what it says on the tin in many many ways. Yeah, even though there is no Doctor Sadism. <laughs> no, but there is a torture chamber or several. There should yeah. be torture chambers actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. And I quite anyway, I quite good. enjoyed the um, I quite enjoyed the sort of the the, the, the priest who then, you know, who just rollicks around being much massive to be insensitive. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. He, yeah. He, he was good comedy, comedy value. Yeah, all round yeah. good stuff. Yeah, good. Nice. Um, Before you go anywhere else, I just remembered there was something I should have spoken about earlier. Oh yeah. If we, I don't think it's stretching it too far. It doesn't go back too far in time. It's a movie that is. Uh, I think it was overlooked a bit at the time, even though I think it is still one of the most unnerving films I've seen in years. Um, mm. And it is so it is a period horror, but it only goes back about 50 years to the Second World War. Um, and that is The Others. Ah, yes, I was thinking of that just now. Yeah, great film. Yeah, I, I, th- I think of that as the film that sort of sparked... Um, Always like the first in a sort of modern wave of ghosty. Yeah, yeah, films. absolutely. It's a brilliant, brilliant quite good ghost, ghost story. Yeah. Um, and I would say if you have not seen the others, if you hadn't heard of it, watch it. If you have been putting it off, watch it. If you've seen it already, rewatch it because it's great. Yeah. I remember they all watched that in the um, Big Brother house in, I think, season two of Big Brother. Wow. I did not remember this. I was probably just watching the others. <laughs> um, Brilliant. No, well, actually, I've got to recommend in just the period drama mm-hmm. uh, uh, thing. So I could bang on for ages about my favourite Jane Austen-y adaptations. Yes, you could. Um, so I'm just going to keep it short, just mention one, because recently Persuasion's been made again. Mm-hmm. And I just really recommend the Persuasion, Persuasion from 2007, which has Sally Hawkins, Rupert Penry Jones, Tobias Menzies, Julia Davis, Anthony Head. It's really, really good. You had me at Julia it's... Davis and Anthony Head. I'd watch the pair of them. Yeah, it's anything. just a really good adaptation. Now, I say that with an acknowledgement that, in fact, it's 2007, and I suspect it's dating quite quickly because the 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 way it's filmed is quite sort of handheld, and mm-hmm. every now and then Sally Hawkins sort of breaks the fourth wall with these kind of meaningful looks at the camera. But it's just really good, really romantic. All the performances are fantastic. And I just because it's a TV movie, I felt like it slightly went under the radar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and it's just... It's, I haven't it's really seen it. Good. I will, though. I will. It's good. Nice. Um, yeah, my recommendation is, a, is, a, is turning this whole thing on its head. Right. So as opposed to making it a period where we go backwards... <laughs> 
it's uh it, it we're going to go forward yeah and on youtube you need to look up terminator 3 sergeant candy scene and it's a little glimpse into the future it's it's a, it's a deleted scene from terminator 3 and i've happened across it I don't know, a couple of weeks ago and i am amazed i've never seen it before it's awesome just you'll thank yourselves and if you haven't seen it you'll thank me oh that does sound good so that's us we've had a mixed bag really um very mixed yeah two things that we're not going to bother with um and one thing go on give it a go go if, if you can you know it doesn't matter whether you watch um the torch chamber of dr sadism sadism or the blood demon or the snake pin and the pendulum because they're all the same thing <laughs> and they're yeah, all we... a great deal of fun um uh we've not thought of our titles our subject no for next time uh, i've just thought of one okay go on hit me silent movies yes done okay sweet but great not, but not the artist no 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 people have seen that yeah no um yeah good silent movies excellent well up for that brilliant okay we've never even, even touched on that before love it huh? cool be fun okay well until then don't you guys be silent get in touch Hey, hey. I, I love you, dude. <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, Gmail, we watch anything at gmail.com. At we watch anything on Twitter. Tell us if you, if you watch any of these movies, you liked them, you, what you thought of them, any ones for a previous episode, and anything that you would like to see or hear more accurately us do, because there's no video portion to this podcast. And we will respond. And we will act like rapiers. Where are you Actually, going? I don't know. Down a blind <laughs> alley with my hands <laughs> over my eyes. I'm just going to stop. Thank you very much for listening. It's been a pleasure yeah, to be with you again. And yeah. we will see you next time when we ironically talk about silent movies. Woohoo. Yeah. All right, bye. Bye. Bye, dude.